Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. This is Rahul Reddy. Today is May 27th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy Avenue Peace has been conducting conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know. Naresh? Uh, yeah, hi. Good morning. Good evening, sir. I have a question related to H4. Uh, my dependents recently traveled to US and uh, with a previous employer ID uh, visa and it is expiring on 4th December. And I'm uh, trying to apply for H4 extension with a new employer and along with that, uh, I wanted to apply for uh, H4 EAD as well. But uh, the attorney is suggesting to hold on H4 EAD process till the H4 get extended. So uh, is there any... Uh, the different process for both? Uh, it will take uh, the same no, time I as... Would, I would... I would recommend for you to apply for both the things at the same time. If the employer's lawyer does not want to do it, you can do it outside. Oh, okay. okay. I don't but, see a reason why he's telling to wait until age four is approved. No, she's saying that. Will take six to eight. Yeah. You can go outside and don't file it with them. It's for NDA. Just file the H1B. You can contact our office. We'll take care of the H4 plus Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Saumya? Hi. Uh, thank you for taking the call. Uh, I have a question for uh, I-485. I'm just giving the scenario quickly. So my wife on mm-hmm. AB3, priority date 20, uh, September 2014. I'm on AB2, priority date June 2014. In November 2020, we applied I-485 with my wife as primary and me as derivative under EB-3. We got EAD, AP, mm-hmm. medical was not submitted. So then EB-3 retrogressed. Now EB-2 is current with my yeah. final action date. Three weeks back, I mm-hmm. applied a new I-485 with medical with me as primary and my wife as derivative. So my question is mm-hmm. uh, two. One is... What are the chances that USCIS will use the biometrics of my previous EB3 application? Or should we send any letter to? Okay. Do we have there to is nothing you it? can send. They will automatically okay. use it. If you send a letter, it won't be of any good. Okay. Okay. And my second question is the birth certificate that we provided, it was generated from government, but it was uh, like on 2020. Uh, is it fine, uh, that birth certificate that we provided? One second. Give me one minute, okay? Sure, sure. The birth certificate that you provided, what are you telling now about it? 
yeah the birth certificate that i provide actually it is it is from the government but it is generated on 2020 so when we when we are filing our ev3 application we requested and we got the birth certificate so is it fine to provide that birth certificate uh, that is generated recently absolutely, okay. absolutely fine you can get okay. affidavits and other things so but don't submit them just provide them only just provide them the birth certificate okay Okay, 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 thanks. Kenny? Next person. Kenny? Hello, hi, hi, uh, Rahul. Uh, this is here, and uh, my priority date is December 2011, and both my EB2 and EB3 I-140s approved last year, but the case got stuck at Nebraska. Now, my daughter is uh, uh, 19 years old right now, and my question is, uh, if I don't get any green card and if she turns 21, can she stay here? What is your priority date? December 2011. She can stay here. Absolutely, she can. Even after she turns 21, she can stay here. So, so do I have to file F1 or she can stay based on pending 485? She can stay based on pending 485. And so no need to try, uh, file F1, right? No need to file. Next person, please. Nagesh? Hello, sir. Uh, this is Nagesh. Uh, thank you for your time. Sir, actually, what happened was my priority date was um, uh, August 2013, 23rd, August 23rd, 2013. And I applied for my GC on uh, in uh, February uh, 2022. And uh, at that time, my wife didn't have her COVID vaccine, so I didn't apply for her. And um, actually what happened was I never thought that my GC would come so soon and it came just uh, last week. And now my wife is on H4 and H4 EAD. Uh, so so now what is the condition of her now? now what should we do? Can, can we apply for I-485 for her? Can your office assist us in uh, applying for I-485 while she was in the US? First of all, why did not she apply with you? Sir, she didn't have COVID vaccine, sir. So that medical was not there. It takes, you could have filed without the medical for her. Yes, sir. I, we, uh, we thought that we will file along with the medical because the attorney told filing with the medical will give a proper result like that. Okay, you need to consult a lawyer first, though. Okay? You need to, yes, sir. You need to consult a lawyer. Make so a consultation, it, we'll discuss it, okay? Can she stay in here? We will discuss it privately. It's not an easy answer, okay? Next person, please. Sunita? Next person, please. Um, hi, Rahul Garu. Um, 20, in 2020, uh, October, I filed uh, EB3 along with my son. My son age was uh, 20 year, four months. Now he aged out and then EB3, I stuck in EB3 and then my date is current in EB2 now, and then I have also 20 year, three months daughter now. So, what are my options? And 114 EB3 is not approved yet. One, what Can is the priority date? March 2014. Oh, so it was never current in, in there. Your I 140 is still pending. Oh, you need to consult a lawyer immediately because there are too many calculations that need to be done. Okay, because he, your son is not 21 according to EB3. 
EB3, yes. Um, he is like a 22 now, 22 minus 19 months. Yeah. yeah. So, and your daughter is getting aged and you have, a, what is the priority date exactly which year in 2014? March 10, 2014. Yikes. You need to consult a lawyer immediately now. Sorry yeah, and, and, uh, Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't Last. feel you, ma'am. Can I pick next caller, Rahul? You go ahead. Last number, triple eight five. Hey, uh, yeah, this is Hardik Patsala. Uh, my question is regarding L1. Um, so I'm currently on L1, which is expiring in Ju July. My company has already applied for the L1B extension on premium processing and the receipt. I we got a receipt just Wednesday. Now at the same time, two months back, I consulted you and uh, I already applied for the H4 change of status plus H4 EAD concurrently. So what happened was like Wednesday, I got L1B uh, receipt in premium processing and Thursday I got H4 approval, but I did not get H4 EAD approval yet. So uh, I'm, I'm just in uh, confusion is like, should I stop working now or what's going to happen when my both files run at the same time? L1B extension plus H4 EAD. Uh, so your L1B extension got approved and H4 got approved on the same day? L1B extension is still in the process, but it's in a premium process. So I got a receipt. So uh, basically, it's uh, the, the clock has already started since Wednesday this week. And okay. Thursday, which you is yesterday, stop, you, have to, you have to stop working right now because you only got the H4. Wait okay. until the L1B gets approved. If the L1B gets approved, you can continue working. And then, uh, meanwhile, should I, I mean, uh, am I going to get H4 EAD or not at all? You may get the H4 EAD a little bit later. Once you get the H4 EAD approvable, you can then go to Mexico and come back. Then, okay. you, then you will be switching to H, H4 if you want okay. to switch to H4. So H4 AD will come a little bit later and not concurrently because my H4 just approved yesterday. Oh, you, so you don't know whether your EAD is approved or not. Yes, EAD is online. not approved. EAD is not approved. My H4 is know? only approved. I applied concurrently. How do you know? Uh, do you know? Online status? Now that doesn't show correctly though. Get back to us once the EAD doesn't come along with the H4, okay? Okay, so now nowadays H4 EAD doesn't come with the H4, huh? I didn't say that. The online does not reflect properly. Okay. There is a good chance that your EAD is approved too, but it's not showing online. So wait for 10 days, okay? So uh, until I, I get the receipt on my hand, I can still work, right, on L1? You're right. I should... Until the H4 okay. is approved and comes to your hand, you can work. Okay, perfect. I only go. Next person, please. Rajesh. Hi, hi, Raul. Thank you for taking the call. So I am here to uh, question on H4 EAD. Uh, my wife's H4 mm -hmm. EAD applied. Sorry. Mm -hmm. My. I applied for my wife's H4, first H4 EAD and that is still pending and uh, my H1B extension is coming up on, uh, uh, I'll be filing for extension. So my question is, um, um, do I need to 
uh, wait for the H4 EAD or uh, like uh, file no, and just no, no. file H4 plus EAD file EAD again. Oh, I I can file an EAD again uh, with my H4 mm -hmm. extension. You are absolutely right, sir. That is a best strategy. Okay, so I think uh, uh, can I can I give an original reference number or is there any uh, thing that I need to do with the new H1 okay. application? H4 EAD application? No, just no, just file the H4, H1B, and H4 EAD together. Okay. Don't so wait if, for the EAD approval to file. What if this H4 EAD comes in? So can I use that? Oh yeah, the, of course you can. Whenever the EAD comes in, you can use it. All right, all right. Thank you. That's it. Thank you. Next person, please. Sai Teja. Hi Rahul Garu. Uh, I am on F1 OPT, uh, and my H1 got. Uh, picked up and it's in process. So uh, when, when H1 is in process, can I apply for Canada visiting visa or no? You can, you can absolutely do that. Okay, thank you. Bhumika? Hi, so uh, my question is, I just graduated from my current masters and I have another master starting in September in the same university. So uh, they have a lab where they help uh, startups and they uh, take, it's only for the university students. So I'm part of a startup and that the company's under the girl's name. She's also a graduate student, but she's a, a American. So because the university funds for the startup, for the alumni, is it legal for her to pay me? Uh, so how, how are you going, to, you going to work on what, what visa? Uh, no, I'm not working, but the lab, like give you the resources for alumni for next one year after graduation. But you don't have any work permit. Yes, I don't have a work permit. It's more like a competition. Is it legal for international students to at least participate in university competitions? It is legal to participate in the competition, but you cannot get paid, ma'am. It's, it's more like winning the money, not getting paid for it. If I win, I'll get the money. Is that legal? No, that's not legal. Okay, okay. thank you. Yeah. Sorry thank about you. that. Next person, please. Yes. Hello, hey Rahul. Uh, <clears throat> so Rahul, the question is, uh, I have actually uh, initially in uh, October 20, <clears throat> 2020, I had done the the EB3 uh, <clears throat> downgrade with the new I-140. Mm -hmm. And then in, <clears throat> I'm so sorry. And then in December, 2021, I did a new EB2 485 also. So right now both mm -hmm. the 485s like EB3 and EB2 are at the National Benefit Center. But since there are no movement happening, so I was wondering, could I interfile? Uh, so by EB3, I, I would not. I would not. I would not recommend it at this time. I may change my opinion in a month's time. Check with me later on, though. I would not recommend if you file EB3 and refile the EB2. I would not recommend interfiling. So, and I was just one follow-up question. So, is it like a leak? In, I mean, are there any? Like, uh, is something wrong legally to have two 485 in the same category? No. Like, would they have no. any negative impact? No, it won't. 
You can legally interfile. Absolutely, you can interfile. It's not about legality, though. It's about strategy-wise. Is it illegal to interfile? No, it's not illegal. You can interfile if you want. Even though that... You'll go to the next person. Yeah, I know. It's, mm -hmm. it's not illegal. But it's strategy-wise, I would not advise. Next person, please. Srini? Vinay? Yeah, thank you. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I have a quick question. Um, I got a 485 JRFE uh, from National Benefit Center and then we filed the response on April 6th. So the online status hasn't changed to, you know, response received or uh, no update further. Is that a common thing or do we think it's uh, the response is lost? But I got a 485 yeah, so they asked, they issued an RFE and then you responded with a 485J. Correct, correct. They, are, they, yeah, they asked for a 485J with EB2 category, although my underlying petition was EB3 and we responded, uh, I think, about a week or 10 days after. So so 6th, uh, 25th March, I got an RFE. 6th April, I responded. 16th April, I got a 485J receipt also for the new EB2 one. Uh, but since then, you know, the online status hasn't changed or uh, neither was there any decision made further. <clears throat> since you already got the 485J receipt notice, you're good. I don't see any problem in it. Okay, so that is common, is it? The online status not being updated or anything? Yeah, that's common. Okay. Next person. Okay. Kiran Kumar. Hello. Hey, hi, Rahul. So my question is, I, uh, I recently applied... I. Uh, I-140 in premium and it got denied. Uh, the reason is uh, I'm on H1, uh, like my H1B, I don't have master's. I did bachelor's plus uh, nine years of experience. So in my labor, it is mentioned that uh, I need a bachelor's with five years of experience. Uh, but in my labor, it, they mentioned four years of experience. Because of that, they said due to classification, it requires an advanced degree. So in order to refile, do, do I need to refile in EB2 or EB3 again? Um, you can file, you mean to say refile in EB, uh, refi, uh, you don't have so a in, master's degree, don't you? You don't have a master's degree, do you? No, I don't. I, I Bachelor's. When you, say, when you say refile, do you mean to say refile I-140 or refile labor certification? Refile I-140. No, you're not meeting the requirements for the labor certification. If the labor certification is asking for master's plus one year, which you don't have it, or it's asking for bachelor's plus five years, which you don't have it, for which you already got the rejection, I would not waste my money in filing an I-140. You need to file a form again. Mm -hmm. But I have bachelor's plus five years of experience. You said in the Form labor certification, you did not claim it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I will check again okay. with that one. Yeah. So yeah. it's. it's if, you need to refile the form labor. We'll go to the next caller. Girish? Hi, uh, Rahul. Um, so similar to the other gentleman who asked the question, I also have uh, two 485s filed under EB2 and then on EB3. EB3. Um, so, yeah, so my question is like, are you in your sent? First, first, my problem is my EB3 file has not moved from 
access to NBC yet because I did not enter file, mm -hmm. right? I did a new filing. Mm -hmm. So the uh, so my, so the next one is like um, if we enter file, uh, you already mentioned that are we going to be in any trouble or no? But my, are you seeing in your center any new filings getting approved or are they just focusing only on inter files now? Because I do see that no, in forums no, like yeah, good. We are, we are getting refiling also approved. We are also recently started getting interfiling approved. Okay, so they are still doing the refiling. It's not like uh, they have mm -hmm. stopped that. Right? Yeah. Okay. No, it's and, not, really not stopping. And my case is still stuck in TSC. Is there any way I can trigger it to move? Or no. I thought like maybe interfiling would no. do it, but I'm not sure. No, ma'am. Uh, interfiling has a chance. If not, there is nothing you can do post. There is nothing. So, but your suggestion is do not interfile if you have two files. Right now, that's my suggestion. I may change mm -hmm. my opinion. If they started approving the interfiling a lot more, I may change my opinion. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Thank Second you. In one month. Okay. I may change my opinion. Next person. Okay. Run. Hi, Rahul. Uh, so, uh, my priority date is uh, January uh, 2012. Uh, in EB2. So we I down, downgraded to EB3 in uh, November 2020. Um, but then my EB3 date got um, regressed. I'm pretty, so, aware, I'm pretty aware of the dates. Don't worry about it. Right. Right. So I, I interfiled uh, in March uh, 2022. And um, in April 20, exactly after a month, I got a, a notice saying my case has been transferred to NBC. Uh, to speed up processing nice. Um, nice. and last um, last week I got a notice saying um, 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 so basically yesterday my my status got changed oh, okay so last week I got a, a 485j notice um, but then yesterday my status changed to case remains pending does it says case remains pending? Yeah. And does and, it mean says, yeah, that, that sounds good. Everything looks good right now. No, so no, it, it says case remains pending and the description or the detail it says is um, we are pausing work on your application due okay, to... Okay, I, I got the point. I got the point. You have to contact the Ombudsman's office, Ombudsman DHS, okay? There's a case okay. assistance. I want you to try to get the case assistance for that thing. Because your priority date is current, they should not say that thing. Right, right. It looks it looks like a clerical error to me, but... Uh... Wait, wait. It's it's not clerical error. It's happening with a lot of people. Contact the ombudsman, ombudsman's office. You can fill an online case assistance. It'll take about 60 to 90 days for them to respond. Go ahead and do that online. Oh. Okay. Next person, please. Just winger. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I'm on H1B currently, and uh, I wanted to ask if I resign from my current employer, and uh, my I-140 is already approved in more than six months, and if I, after resigning, I move back to India and uh, be self-employed, so for a couple of years. So are there any chances that I can come back to US on my I-140 approved visa? Or my you can come back at any time in your life span on H1B 
and you can put the date of your priority date to any company who wants to apply for the labor certification. Okay, and they would require H-1B transfer? It, you can call the word they use is a little bit different, but they can file a H-1B at any point of time in your life. Can it be one year down the line, two years down the line, 20 years down the line they can file it. And you will not be subject to the lottery. You know what a lottery is. You're not yes. subject to it. Right. And in the meantime, if my priority date becomes current, uh, I still need to find an employer to come back to U.S. to get you. You are absolutely right. You still need to find an employer to file H-1B, POM, and I-140 for you. Okay. Got it. Next person, please. Thank you. Nitya? Nitya? Uh, hi, Rahul. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, these are my questions. See, I, actually, like, um, uh, I, I got my email. Um, I can't hear you. Uh, I can't hear you. Surinder? Hi, Rahul. Uh, so, I have a couple of questions. So I'm I, my priority date is June 2014. So I'm planning to do an interfile uh, since it's current in June, right? So I'm planning to do an interfile. So the question I have is, right? So, so let's say I, I have to be in, six, in the same company for six months. So after six months, if I use my EAD and move to a different company, and for some reason, so USS doesn't uh, uh, waste the green, uh, green cards and doesn't uh, give me a green card, right? And if they move the EB3 dates uh, in the future, so what would be my uh, uh, I mean like case there? So should I be again refiling? Can I can I do a refile? No, or no, should no. I do no you can't re you can't refile. You'll be stuck in EB two. Oh, okay, but if I had to refile, can I switch at that point to H one B and then do a refile? Re refile can only be done by the company that has EB three. You left the company now, so if you oh. want some other company to file EB three for you. First, they have mm -hmm. to file a labor. They have to file an I-140. They can interfile. They don't have to refile it. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. And and with the but they have to file the, they have to file the labor and I-140 though. That's the main okay. thing you need. It. Okay. Got it. And and in the current conditions, right? Are you seeing that interfiles are getting approved? Or? They started right now. They started right now. Okay. Next person. So if Sorry. If, uh, you go ahead. Can you go ahead with this guy one more time? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> sorry, last question, sir. Uh, if you are in this position, my, my condition, right, will you prefer for a refile or interfile with the current status? That's a tough question. I can't answer it. You need to watch the video. Next person, please. Shweta? Hey, Rahul. Um, I had a question. My uh, priority date is July 2011 and both mine and my husband's status changed to two commence pending because of uh, unavailability of visa numbers. What should I be doing for that? Ombudsman's office. Contact the Ombudsman's office. Should I also contact the congressman? You pick one choice, congressman or ombudsman, not both. Okay, so if if one of us chooses to choose uh, change a job, 
uh, can we move on EAD? Our EADs are up for Sure. And, sure. Uh, if I then, were you, I would. When I, when I were you, I did. Okay. So can, uh, if my husband changes the job, can I, be, can I still be on my H1 and continue to extend my H1? And whenever I need, can I shift to EAD? Would you that can. work? You can. That's fine. Oh. You can do that. So if I change the job, what will I have to do? Should I have to send the 485J supplement again? You're absolutely right. You have to file the 485J supplement. You're right now. What if I'm not in the same state and I'm doing a remote? It doesn't matter. You can be in Alaska or you can be Hawaii. Okay, got it. Thank you so much, Rahul. Next person, please. Lenny? Hey, hey Rahul. Uh, I have two quick questions. Uh, so first question is, uh, I'm planning to do the interfile uh, from EB3 to EB2. And there were a lot of concerns that if attorney is not getting a TUB letter signed from me, then the, there's a chance that case may go to into uh, case remains pending. Is that something that... What is T, T, U, what is TUB? TUB is a transfer of underlying basis. Along with the interfile request, there's a letter that we sent to USCIS. Yeah, it's a common letter we send it, yeah. Do we need to sign that or is that something attorney takes care of? No, you don't need to sign it. Okay. So okay. Signs it. okay, got it. And the second question is, uh, can we uh, submit the medicals along with the interfile request? No, we do not recommend that. You send them separately. Okay, okay, cool. Thank you. Next person, please, and this will be the last person. Sorry, I'm on vacation, guys. V? Lipsa? Oh, hello, sir. Thank you for taking oh, can you, uh, can, can I go ahead? One person. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, my husband changed his job from company A to company B and he got his H1 transferred. Uh, I had my H4 and EAD valid with company A till 10, 2024. After his transfer, um, I applied my H4 transfer and got approved from 10, 2024 to 4, 2025. Usually till now, mm -hmm. whenever I applied for transfer, it used to come with the current date till the H1 was valid, the new H1. But this time it's different. So do you think it is okay or do, do I need to worry about it? Yeah, it's very odd, but no, you're fine. You still have the 797 that's valid until that date, is right? Until 2024. Yes. yes. So you're good. Absolutely no problem. Okay. Uh, so can I apply my EAD? Like because H4, I, I applied if I, through if online. I were you, if I were you, I would apply EAD. Okay. Sir. So can I apply online like I applied the uh, H4 in the USCIS site or do I need to reach out to your office to apply that? I would recommend to apply manually though, because you're applying more than six months before, I would apply manually. Uh, that means uh, on the website through USCIS, right? I said not online, manually. Okay, Physically okay, sir. Okay, okay, sir. Gayatri, okay. can you go to that other gentleman whom we cut off? Yeah, Thanks. sure. Hey, hello, Rahul. Uh, this is the... Uh, so my mother-in-law is here. Uh, she came here on B2 on December 26th. Uh, she'll be hitting 180 days in June 24. And my wife is a citizen. Uh, can she apply for her 
extension or she can directly apply for a green card. She can directly apply for the green card. No need for extension. And if you want to, okay. you can contact our office. I would recommend contacting me on June 10 and June 6th though, because I'll be back on vacation. It takes 10 days for us to file the application. They don't have to extend the B2. Don't extend the B2 if she's going to file the green card. Okay. And one question, because my brother-in-law, that's uh, the son, he'll, he's exactly. coming on his student visa in July. Will there be any mm -hmm. effect on his status while he's coming on the way? Like, will there be any problem yeah. if we he, apply before he comes? He already has the, he already has the visa. Or he's yeah, his visa is approved and he's, coming, he's traveling on July. I'm not, I'm not expecting any problem for him. Okay, awesome. So I'll be contacting you shortly. I schedule an appointment. Yep. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you don't have to schedule an appointment. You just drop an email to me. You don't have to pay the consultation fees for me, okay? Uh, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be Tuesday at 11.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.